So hello everyone and welcome to All Blaze No Glory, the podcast. Um, this is another Steel Queens edition. Um, uh, not It's a work in progress, This what this might be, because it might become a more regular thing. Is it going to be rapping with Rafter or is it going to be uh, Rafter's Roundup? But um, anyway, introducing uh, Steel Queens' uh, Northern Irish legend, um, Ashlyn Rafter. How are you doing, Ashlyn? Hi, Rambo. Feeling good. I'm excited to be on the podcast again. Um, I love chat and shite, so here we are. And Ashlyn may have broken you and McKee's record for swearing the earliest in the podcast. <laughs> there you go. And also, just for those of you, uh, for since it's an audio podcast, I will tell you as well that when I first Ashlyn, asked Ashlyn how she was, she gave me thumbs up, not realising that this is an audio podcast. So we're, we're off to a flying, a flying start. That's um, right. So, okay. uh, Ashlyn, I guess... I guess not everyone will be familiar with your work because obviously most of the times you've been on podcasts with me, it's been in the BIHA world where um, it's a bit more close community and there's people yeah. more familiar with ho- hockey and stuff. Tell us a bit about how you got into hockey and and and, and stuff. Yeah, so um, I started hockey when I was 15. Um, I had never heard of it before or played it before. I actually tried field hockey in school and I hated it. Um, so it was a bit surprised to me why I took to it so well. But um, I was at a Belfast Giants match. Me and my family went as a group, and it really brought us all together in a in a nice way. Um, something we could all talk about the fights, the the speed of it, everything. Um, just how amazing it was, the atmosphere. And my mum said, "I wonder if my kids can do that too." And uh, my first of all, my youngest brother started it. He did it for a year, and I was sitting there, kind of sitting at the side every week, going, oh, I can "Give it a go!" But there was no other girls really, apart from our friend Caitlin Morrison, that was really playing for the club. So it wasn't really something I thought was like I could do. And then a couple of the girls that went to the Giants with me turned around to me, was like, "Would you ever do that hockey thing?" And I said, "I'd give it a go." And there was a five week session for. Five week taster group for like seventy pound or something. Rob Stewart ran and um yeah and then I think they did that in like the end of the year towards like May of I think it was like May of twenty fifteen, and then in July or was it June whenever they do the Bristol tournament I was over for that with the Scotland under sixteens team um where I met my Scottish friends that I know now today. And yeah, that's where it all started. <laughs> right, cool. And um, so you were uh, you obviously you you came up through the Belfast system. Um, yeah. Where there's not a you know you can correct me if I'm wrong here, but there's there's not a lot of ice rinks in Ireland. How, how many ice rinks are there in the in the in the Emerald Isle as it's called? Um, in the Northern Ireland, there's two, but in the Republic of Ireland, there's there's none. So, yep. And the two in the north are all quite close together, so it doesn't really give enough much opportunity for multiple different teams from different cities to form. So quite a lot of the time, um, teams from different cities all practice in the same place. So, um, and um, people from Dundonald and like Castlereagh kind of form their own teams. Um, just recently, my friend Sarah McFarland formed one called. The Capybaras or something. Oh, I can't remember the name of it, but it's a really funny name. Um, and they they kind of all form these rec teams that play each other. They've got a really good Irish system for that. 
Um, but yeah, there's not much, there's not many ice rinks for other teams to kind of form. Yeah. And then of course your hockey journey kind of changed when you decided to go to university in in Glasgow. Yeah. Um, you were probably the keenest uh member of the Steel Queens uh, in terms of you you messaged us about a year before you uh you actually were first first touched down here. So what yeah. made what attracted you to get in touch with the with the Steel Queens and and uh, continue your hockey over here? Well, I obviously I obviously knew like there was better places to do ice hockey other than Belfast, and like university gave me that opportunity to move to um for a few years just to just to give myself that experience, um and. I picked a course that was very long um, and so I've had many years doing that so far. I'm just at my final year of it now and um, I was stuck between going to Glasgow and Sheffield because I got very lucky to get offers for both and um, thought medical school was kind of a lot better in Glasgow but the hockey scene's a bit better in Sheffield so I don't really know what to do but then I decided to be a bit more sensible and go to what I thought was maybe a better scene for my course, um, which is why I reached out to the Steel Queens very early on because I wanted to know what was happening. And I was because if I was definitely going to Scotland, I definitely want to be a part of the Steel Queens. Um and I was willing to make the commute to do university hockey because that was kind of my dream to go and do. And um I had looked into the GBU stuff as well. And I was like, oh I wonder if by my final year I'd be good enough to be on GBU. And uh and yeah, and met Rambo and the, all of the Steel Queens girls and it was just the best. Like I just knew I'd find my way home there. Yeah. You mentioned uh, being good enough by your final year for GB. <laughs> yeah. You, you were off to Finland in your first year. Uh, yeah. And uh you've obviously you've had two trips with GBU. You've had your, your trip to Finland and your, your trip to uh Lake Placid. How have you changed since uh, since Finland to Lake Placid? With Finland being 2019 in Lake Placid being 2023 maybe this year yeah. yeah well and when I went to Finland I was very shy and didn't really know anyone apart from Vicky and Amy and they always all the girls in that group just seemed like heroes to me so like getting to know them was class um and like yeah and um yeah so that was kind of like I was a baby chicken in that trip which then became a bit of a leader in the next one so um I think that was probably the most noticeable difference um just my confidence came kind of right out of my own shell that year and and yeah I'm like totally different person now so um hockey's really given me that side of my confidence that I never knew I had so yeah and yeah, uh, you you've been a bit you've been a bit kind of um, modest though. You say a bit more of a leader. You were the captain <laughs> of GBU <laughs> class yeah. in twenty twenty three um, at university. So, um, yeah, you're trying to be a little bit modest, which is fair enough. But whilst you've been over here, you've um, you've not only kind of been doing ice hockey. Uh, I think you've been away to Montreal with ball hockey. Yeah, you've been to. Um, and you've been away with another sport, which is a kind of more actually more a traditional sport than hockey, even. But um, bandy. So tell us a bit about about bandy, what it is, and uh, and how you got involved in that. Yeah. So um, GBU chat was active one for a, for a bit, and uh, 
think it was Abby Thornton messaged messaged us and said, girls, you know, we're trying to make a bandy team and no one really knew what that was. And honestly, yeah, there was that many hockey things going on. I was just like, oh, another hockey thing. Like, what is this? And it was like, Abby's trying to get this team together or her friend was. And Vicky messaged me going, that sounds kind of fun. And Amy Thorpe also messaged me like, that sounds quite good. And I was like, all right, well, if my friends are interested in it, yeah, I could give it a go too. Um, and Tom Parker phoned me and he had a wee chat with me and he was like, mm, yeah, I think you'd be a good fit for this team. Um, so that was that. And then I was away to Sweden three times in my intercalated year, which was nice because I had the time to go away to Sweden and and um have those trips and make those memories and they were honestly like some of my happiest memories like going over to Sweden and and meeting band, like real bandy players and like discovering a new part of the world almost that I never knew existed before um learning how they live and play their sport and this little tiny town in Sweden it's called um Linköping and it's a town in Sweden that's completely obsessed with bandy and the whole town goes and watches the bandy matches every weekend, the women's team, the men's team, the junior teams. And it's a really fantastic um, sort of franchise that they've created over many years. Um, and they hosted me and another girl to do a little mini camp there for a few days and meet them all. And yeah, they're, they're considered complete legends um, in the town. So it was really cool to like skate beside them and, yeah, it was great. And um, we kind of skipped apart, but what what is bandy? It's a living aside oh. kind of kind of chat, isn't it? With a ball. Uh, with... This is my Northern Irish, like talk to your ear off coming through. Um, <laughs> yeah, so bandy is a sport where you um, essentially it's like ice hockey, except the ice hockey field. The ice, sorry, is like size of football pitch. And you've got um, 11 either side, just like field hockey, plus a goalie. Um, and you've kind of got like left back, centre back, like midfield sort of strikers, uh, sweepers, like those kind of positions rather than centre defence forward. Um, so you're kind of working with that, those kind of rules. Um, so the game kind of looks a bit more like football, um, just with how spread out it is and and um and it's a really cool game. You play with a different stick and with a cork ball, ball made of cork, um, which is which was an interesting um adaptation we all had to make. And you shoot like a golf swing as well, instead of like a slap kind of holding your stick lower, you have to hold your stick like quite close together with two hands. Um so yeah, it's um it's been an interesting um learning experience for everyone. <laughs> um. So, uh, you, you guys went. There, I think you got to the the final, and unfortunately, we're beaten in in overtime. Um. Yeah. What's next for Bandy? Any anything on the horizon? Yeah. So that was the World Championships in twenty twenty two, um, which was amazing. And yeah, we did so well, so much better than what anyone was expecting, and um, we were going for gold. Um, we'd done so well with all the teams. We'd beat them all in the group stages, um, by two or three goals at least, and and we were really like, this is great. Um, like, kind of had some great strikers as well on our team, which helped to had been in Sweden 
previously playing Burnley. So, um, yeah, I mean that was that was a shame that that was in twenty twenty two. Yeah, twenty twenty two. So we've not seen a World Championships this year or the year before. No, sorry, that was twenty twenty one. Am I right? I've got my years confused. I think it was. I think it was twenty twenty two. Yeah. Um. Uh, well, I didn't see it. We didn't see any uh, World Championships this year. That's right. Um. And I don't think. Um. I don't think we'll go next year. But there's plans for us to go to World Championships in twenty twenty six, which is a bit away. But I think that gives a lot of time for money to be raised. Um. Because we were sponsored by a but a nicotine nicotine company. Um. Which uh. Which was which was great, um, but I think they didn't the association, the band association didn't really approve of a nicotine company being involved with the sports sort of tournament. So that kind of limited what how much money we could use. So I think we need some year, years to get the money back up again from twenty twenty two. So yeah, I think that's that's the next thing coming up for us. And uh, Vicky Carson's very involved with that as well. She's planning on kind of given a helping hand with that. So, yeah. Cool, cool. Well, moving away from Bandy, we'll talk a bit more about the uh, the Steel Queens. Um, obviously, yeah. you've been with the Steel Queens, I think, since 2018 uh, would have been your first sort of training sessions and games and things. Um, yeah. And so that's that was, it wasn't quite the start because you, you, there was that first sign of half season that you, you missed. But how have you felt the club has growing in the how do you feel about the direction the club is going since since 2018 I think the club's going to completely explode over the next few years since 2018 like we went from which I wasn't involved in at the start but you know you're you know paying your own pocket Rambo to get the girls on the ice and Coat bridge every couple of weeks and and that wasn't even our permanent ice rink at the time um running a few friendly matches getting like training a goalie just to be the goalie like to have a goalie on the team like from scratch so like all that hard work and the groundwork from then has just built up over the years like to so many people wanting to know and be part of the seal queens and like it's just become a family like every time anyone's ever played once or played 10 times it doesn't matter like they're always a steel queen and people really take pride with that and know that like there's always a family there for them if they ever need it and like there's girls now that still consider themselves just part of the family like I live in London and live everywhere and like we've had lots of different girls playing from lots of different areas and you know they'll take pride and say oh, I was a steel queen once you know and and it is a great club to be associated with because we have been so successful. Like every year I've been involved with the Steel Queens, we've been national champions and um and that's been amazing. Um just to hold that as as a as an achievement as the club, um being so young and new. Um so and the fact that we're going into this league now is just like it's just gonna keep blown up I think um with how much potential the club has with Scotland being such a winter sport focused country I think girls growing up are going to see a women's ice hockey team now and aim for it rather than maybe try an ice hockey once or twice and maybe like myself if I'm in Belfast there's nothing for me competitively if I was going to um keep it up so 
like having that now as a goal for people when they start playing for the first time, like maybe one day I could be a steel queen. That's something that like you can't really take away from anyone now and from Murrayfield, um, which is just a great facility now um, to be a part. Like it's just a great club for, for people in Scotland and, and maybe Northern Ireland to think about um, joining. So yeah, I'm really, I'm so privileged to be a part of its journey since it's, since the beginning near enough so yeah <laughs> and of course we've had our, we, we had three we've had, you've been involved in all three um BHA university national wins um, yeah. and I mean I think they were all special in their own way obviously the first one was the first one the second one was we didn't really have that it was a weird year with COVID so we weren't really training Murrayfield wasn't open and it made it more of a challenge. The team yeah. wasn't quite as prepared, but somehow pulled it out in the end with your clutch goal in the mm-hmm. nine minutes of the final uh, to take yeah. it to penalty shots. And then, of course, last year, kind of a bit more dominant uh, performance from from what was essentially an A team, but we had a B team as well, which just showed the, the, the sort of growth of the club. I mean, do you hold them all kind of equally special or is there one Nationals that stands out to you? or uh, I think, I think, so probably every Nationals has been special for me in a way. So the first Nationals were my first Nationals and I had leaders to look up to like Michaela, Essie, I think Kendall was assistant captain then and and um, Nadine, like Maggie Benson, kind of Seal Queens legends that will always live on and in the Seal Queens club, the names. Um, and I feel like that was a really cool experience to play alongside them. The sort of second year we won, that was really cool, That getting that goal, because I never scored, but I only seemed to score in semi-finals and finals, apparently. So, <laughs> um, so that goal, yeah, completely, like, I always, I watched that video again, like, because it just brings me back right to that moment where you were scrambling so much to get that goal. I think it was, we were 1-0 down, 30 seconds left like you can't beat it um and you pulled the goalie Rambo and, and it, like a lot of people feel itchy about people pulling the goalies in the last minute of play and sometimes it doesn't work at all but like that just worked for us um and yeah it was that was a really special year because I think we had to work a lot harder to, to, to get that to get that win um and then sort of last year we kind of stormed it but as you said, we had two teams there that year, like which is just amazing. And the second team had just as much spirit and fight as as the A team. And I think the A team really demonstrated some excellent hockey as well. Like that just like is just such credit to the Steel Queens Club for people working so hard every week at training to deliver really good training sessions and people like growing it from like the skills and development up like with skating and 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 drills and things that like we like people work really hard and I think like like the A team demonstrating that excellent hockey is as a credit to the to the work that goes on behind the scenes um and people's natural abilities too but um yeah and and the development team is also a credit to us too because it's just the future as well. So um it's 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 great. Yeah. 
And um, I can't really pick a can't really pick a favorite can't really pick a favorite year. But I think last year was probably probably one of my favorite years. I think if I was going to pick any, I think the last year one and being taking like a C in that year too and lifting the trophy with the two girls either side of me. I think that was quite special because I'd seen that in the first year of Vessie and Michaela and Kendall doing it and then me doing it. And last year it was kind of like, oh, that was just nice. <laughs> uh, good, good. And we're now, um, obviously now in the league, you met, you mentioned that and, and, uh, do you, do you think that's been a step in the right the right direction for the club? Um, and and how do you how do you feel that that's benefited the club and the players as well? Uh, yeah, it's a hundred percent where the club was heading. I think it's been heading that way for the last couple of years. Um, just with the standard of play, actually, and we played recreational teams throughout the year. And all of them comment that God, we are a great team, and like I think we deserve the chance to be competitive and bring it to the league and show them what we're made of, um, and get ourselves on the map really, um, and it gives us the chance now to go to Sheffield for more games and playoffs, which as a club we've never experienced, and I was fortunate to experience it last year with the Beacons, and I think the club's gonna just love that whole experience and and yeah it's definitely the direction that the club needs to go in um and and what scotland scotland's ice hockey scene i think could do a bit more of as well um yeah i think it's definitely the right way forwards nice nice and then and in terms of the obviously we're coming into the league it brings new we put new opportunities we we obviously now don't need to worry about players being eligible for the tournaments. We've, every player is essentially eligible when they come to us, um, subject yeah. to FTCs and other other various bits and pieces that we'll not bore everybody with. But in terms of one thing that's completely new, and it's new to me, um, certainly as a coach, is having junior players available. How, how do you think they've enhanced the club? Oh, so previously being in the university league, we've only had people as young as 18 able to play for us so now that we're in the league I think they look is it 15 is that the youngest 14 yeah Violet's only 14 and and we've, oh yeah somebody that trains with us who's 13 but we're, you know at the moment too so yeah <laughs> we like to train people from younger than 14 but yeah. right 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 okay so I thought it was 15 but yeah it's definitely opened a door for people to get involved in women's ice hockey in the league from a younger age now and we've had players like Violet and Caitlin and um the lassie from Aberdeen remind me her name again we Jess Jess oh yes Jess Bridges Brid Bridge Jess Bridgerton is it Bridger 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 <laughs> Bridgerton uh yeah Jess Bridgers yeah she's so lovely and like she comes all the way from Aberdeen and and she's just brilliant. It actually just brings a, a different kind of energy that the club didn't had before didn't have before. Um, a bit of competitiveness and and a bit of ambition, I think. Um, I know me and Caitlin played together last week and I was I was kind of like, Oh, I don't know like how this is gonna go. Like we'll we'll see. And then um me and her played so well together and I think like actually being a bit of a guiding given a bit of guiding hand to younger players is really hugely rewarding and I think 
coaches in the club are going to find that uh, a really rewarding experience kind of being leaders for them and and it's not just students anymore that are coming through but we can we can develop people from really young and people that don't even go to university so it's it's really cool um yeah cool cool and we um obviously we first we've had five games um if you include the um the Solway game which was was strictly not speaking a league game um yeah. one, four from four in the league uh we've got 10 games 10 games after after Christmas uh, just to make our lives nice and nice and complicated but um how did you you took part in two of the games there was a couple that you were you were not available for yeah um, how did you feel that like the sort of difference between that and our usual sort of playing a recce team uh kind of like the vibe the the feeling of you know of the players was there more of an excitement to it or slightly less I think definitely that first late game people were buzzing for. I think the chance to play against a women's team is hard to come by in Scotland. Um, so the fact that like teams are going to travel up to play us now from from England is great. Um, because it's just that the evening like the playing field just is like just on a different kind of level, and you know we're not coming away from games now frustrated that it's just us oh, a recce team and like that's how all Ren's recce teams play we just have to this is just game experience for us and that's it like we just have to take that but now we can say like we can't like we can beat this team like we can beat any team but we like we are equally matched to this team like it, nothing's stopping us other than our mindset right now and and that is something that like gives a lot of confidence to people I think as well um and like playing against other women's teams kind of helps you helps as a club size us up in terms of the rest of kind of what our abilities are um sort of yeah like our like our standards great um and we're showing that now by by our success throughout the year and like it just shows that we were always meant to be in this scene and we're just as good as the rest of them <laughs> so um yeah, we've got great hockey in in Scotland, and I'm glad the rest of the UK can see that. Cool, cool. And uh, for that first game, I think probably the one the one to focus on in terms of in terms of uh, you you mentioned the excitement of all the players and stuff, but um, yeah. obviously, uh, witness traveling up and they, it, we're playing at a bit of a weird time because of because of various travel issues that they would have had, which is not not uh, a problem, but. They they obviously got the first goal um in that game, and what what went through your mind when that first goal went in? Oh, so I think a lot of us were nervous going out to that first game, um, because we've heard this witness team were pretty successful last season, and they've got a few good players, and I think none of us knew what our standards were compared to them. I think we'd played them in Bristol and lost to them so we were all a bit anxious um and I think our first period we were kind of just figuring it out um kind of watching what they did and kind of defending against them and not really playing our own game so when that first goal went in I think a lot of us were like okay like we've let the first goal in but we know we can beat them so like that's gonna happen just now but we're going to deliver and I think that's what we kind of said like 
in the first period break we just said like girls we can we can play against this team and and you know they've come all the way they've traveled um they're a bit feisty but we can play our own game and match them and get a few goals they're coming um and then sure enough they did <laughs> yeah they they they, they did and then some obviously the the third was a bit of a purple patch um in terms of in terms of yeah. goal, with eight goal, eight, eight unanswered in the third but um yeah. also five five debutants five goals from the de- uh, five different new goal scorers yeah uh, emily come 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 post come Yeah, she scored the the first um the first goal yeah. of of the league campaign and had yeah. um, only been only been a steel queen for for a few few weeks at that point. Uh, then Nikki Russell, player. Yeah. yeah, Nikki Russell. Yeah, Nikki Russell, who who my mum kind of helped teach teach skate about three two or three decades ago. So it just shows this full circle sometimes. Yeah, um, things go. Um, so we've got we've got all these new these new players and things, and moving away from the the league side of thing, we obviously played Solway, um, and you weren't you weren't at that game. I think you maybe watched some of it or caught some of the live stream. Oh um, yeah, I was at they, home watching it. Yeah, they, they're a club that's been around ten years, so they've been around maybe twice as long as we have, and they've been in the league all that time. Um, what did you make of that game compared to say say the others? It was obviously quite a tight game, and uh, they've got they've got. An unbelievable goaltender, um, as well, which yeah. obviously helps them. Um, but they're in the league above now, having having been last year's champions of the league we're in. Uh, but what did you make of that game, and and was that win significant, or was it just another another challenge game for us? No, that win meant everything. Meant everything to the club. I think it just kind of set that bar as to like what we can maybe aim for in the future and. Solway team playing in Premier League and granted they didn't have a full team that day and they came up to play us but you know when our first goal went in I thought right like they can we're a team like we can do this like there's the sky's the limit for this club like and like I was just thinking like I really hope we can be successful against this team because I think it would give people so much confidence going forward um that we can like match clubs like in the league above us and and that's something that we can aim for in the future um i guess playing against some old teammates as well was a was a was a challenge for some people um vicky carson <laughs> being on the solway team now and she used to be a captain of the seal queens um but i think overall it was like quite a friendly friendly enough game um i think we can have a great sort of friendly rivalry with that team as well um going forwards and um they're always kind of welcome um in our in our barn so um it's it's it was a great game to have and I hope we continue that even if we're in different leagues in the future or whatever yeah I really hope that continues um uh yeah so it was a great great win I remember being at home going like yes (laughs) when we did get that when it just it was just what the club deserved. Cool, cool. And and before I go into something a little bit closer at home for you, um, just obviously mm-hmm. this year we've uh, not only got more players, but I would say we've got more more coaches available to us. We obviously yeah. we've always had we've always we've had Jamie for a few years. Jamie Turnbull has been helping yeah. coach. Um, Ryan's helped us a couple of times. Um, Ryle Cochran, pretty sure I butchered that. 
Um, um, <laughs> We're not doing very well on the surnames tonight. You know, uh, Beth, Beth uh, Diaz-Kun, I almost didn't do that one right <laughs> either. Um, we've got, you know, Beth and, Beth and Jamie have been around more and then obviously mum uh, at the sidelines doing the skating stuff. What have you made of the sort of additions of like Lewis and, and Matt in a more official capacity? Because Matt Dybal's yeah. more, but it's much more more official role this time. Kenny's yeah. been around a lot more. Obviously, it's busy season for his line of work at the moment, so we've yeah. not seen him a few weeks. And uh, and and Lewis has joined us as a in an official capacity yeah. as, a, as a foundation. Coach. What's you made of these sort of addition additional coaches? And do you think having these extra coaches is really helping pushing us on as well? Yeah, I think the sort of foundations that we have as a coaching t- team is like second to none. Like I don't know many other clubs in the UK that have that many people with the level of expertise that some of them have like at our disposal as we're very fortunate to have. Um, Like, and Lewis, Lewis is a great guy. Like I know he's made like, like he's like friends with most of us and he like enjoys being around and he's always someone I feel like I could go up and ask anything about to and he's so helpful with like defensive zone stuff and I think he's really brought a lot of like the development players on and and he's very he puts a lot of confidence in people as well and he's always up for a bit of a laugh so I think he's a great guy to have around um yeah I think um I think he's a lovely lad um Jamie's so knowledgeable and and has always got something to offer um and probably I'm assuming when you're making the drills and designing training sessions, he's always got something to offer you guys. Um, if you've got a ten minute bit where you don't know what to do, he'll he's got a sort of menu of things in his mind. Um, and Beth, like Beth's got invaluable experience as well, and it's just a nice female role model for people, um, to have around. And and yeah, they've they've been great. Um. And they're always up for a laugh too. And like, you know, when you go in every week, they're going to have something to say, oh, you're late again. Or they're like, you know, they know everyone so well and mm-hmm. and they just make the time for people. So I think they're a great coaching team. And yeah, we're lucky to have them all. <laughs> cool, cool. Um, and obviously just uh, we finished our, our last game like 3rd of December. So we had our, Chris- our annual Christmas Cup just on Wednesday there. And the last podcast we had, you know, sort of recap of that and we spoke to some of the yeah. girls how, how important do you think things like the Christmas Cup and stuff are for like given that that club camaraderie where the, the development players get thrown in at the deep end with the with the <laughs> experienced players and stuff well we had I think we had Abby and Louisa on my team and they had just started playing hockey and they were like a bit of a rabbit in the headlights um and sort of me Beth Kelly and Emily Camphouse were on a team together so we've got a bit of knowledge between us all so I think they were so I think it's great because you know they're thrown in the deep end and they're like oh I don't know what I'm doing and then you kind of like guide them and and whenever they're you know get a pass or they shoot it or you know by the end of that Christmas cup they were different players they were getting stuck right in and I think it's a kind of like monkey see monkey do I think with hockey you just kind of have to you do have to like be thrown in the deep end to kind of pick up a couple of things every week and I think I was speaking to Anna Stapleton and she was like sometimes I come off and I don't feel very good like I feel like and I think that's like constant it's a constant drive to like learn learn be a bit better or learn something else or you know lift your head up when you've got a puck on your stick like there's always a constant drive to improve 
Um, but I think for being thrown in the deep end is is a fun way to do it, and um, getting stuck into matches and gameplay is it gives people kind of why they do your kind of edge work and why you do your kind of puck handling. It gives a bit of context for people. So I think like Christmas Cup and doing it in a fun way, like the Christmas Cup is really good. Um, and and yeah, it always give, kind of brings back some competitiveness between players and the club. So and I think that's that's great. <laughs> <laughs> and to get a bit closer at home, obviously you mentioned Ireland. Um, yeah. Recently, I, I think it's maybe been on the go for a while, but there's now a Team Ireland went to went to Worlds this year, and unfortunately, you weren't you weren't able to to go with them. But you did yes. organise their warm up tour with the Steel Queens kind of select going because there was a couple of couple of beacons in there as well, and a and a Kingston Diamond. But um, in terms of in terms of Team Ireland, um, how how did you get involved in that, and what did you make of the tour, and and you know, and um. And the Steel Queens sort of now having a bit of a link with Team Ireland as well. Well, I kind of when I moved over to Scotland, I kind of thought this is a relationship I hopefully being Northern Irish can hopefully establish and um and and maintain hopefully uh, as the years go on, and um and I'm really glad it's kind of been something that we managed to do. Um, eventually, uh, with COVID, I I think I'd thought about doing it before COVID and. With COVID, everything was just a bit um upside down, but I'm glad it happened this year. Um, with your first question about how did I get involved with Team Ireland, um, I think the Irish girls we all kind of know each other. Um, they play ice hockey, so um, when anyone kind of goes away to play, like people kind of watch them, and and a lot of people have said to me, "How did I, can I play for your team? I'll fly over." Like, <laughs> um, so you know, people know whenever you go away like it's something special um as a nice hockey player from 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 Ireland and Northern Ireland so um uh I think that's probably why they kind of knew of me um and I was also um kind of been involved with the Irish roller hockey team as well so a few of those girls would have um known me through that and recommended me to the coaches so yeah that's kind of how I, how I got involved and um it's been a growing um sport in Ireland as well. So I'm always about development. So I like um I'm I'm really it's really good to have sort of an eye on what's going on there because it can help develop um hockey in UK and Ireland, I think, if we can build that relationship and make other teams go over there. I think Coventry went over for for a weekend too last season and um I think it'll um develop hockey and I think Ireland will offer something in the future um to to the rest of the UK, uh, whether that be a Belfast tournament or you know having having some teams over. I think there's definitely scope in the future for things like that to happen whenever the relationship is is continued. So yeah, um, that yeah, they're they're a fun group and and they work really hard to get to where they like girls travel from Cork up to Dundonald which is like a four-hour drive for for hockey just for a training session so the level of commitment there is insane um so yeah um but the Belfast tour was also great um and I think everyone enjoyed the trip on the boat and and it was a really relaxing weekend for people and I think the Steel Queens came away with two wins first night was a close one second night they did a bit 
they'd come together a bit more and and were able to walk it a bit better. But the Irish team learned a lot from those two games and I think prepared them very well for the cup going forwards. So yeah. Yep. And great uh, weekend. And and not to be outdone, obviously, um we've had we've the Team Ireland have been hospitable to us. We're hoping to uh, to have them over here. Um maybe in Murrayfield. Yes. Um, maybe maybe in borders we don't know um, exactly the format yet, but um, yeah, we we're hoping to do that, and 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 I think it's a a show a show of, of for from our point of view is is a show of how we've grown that we can almost platoon yeah. our squads for it as well because we were I was looking at it and we can almost do two different squads for the two different nights so that Team Ireland get to play two teams essentially whilst playing the Steel Queens so. Um, we're really looking forward to having them over, and it was it was good to see some players. And um, just just on on Team Ireland, um, it, it, Caitlin Morrison must be putting in the air miles with uh, with Team Ireland and and the such playing for Whitley Bay whilst that tour was going on. <laughs> yeah. Well, um, so uh, for those of you who don't know, Caitlin's uh, Caitlin's from Belfast, lives in Belfast, actually played for played for the Steel Queens and was uh, one of our one of our. Queen's Jester Award along with Sophie Campbell in the in Nationals. Um yeah. and just yeah, just great all round player. So it's it's been it's been nice to have that relationship and I hope Team Ireland will have a great tour back. Did anyone learn the hard way on the tour not to have an Ulster Fry and then play hockey? That's what I really want to know. I think the Ulster Fries were saved for the Sunday morning. So after the two matches. Um <laughs> Luckily, I think maybe one of the girls had Belfast BAP on Saturday, which is an Ulster Fry in a roll. Um, oh, no. <laughs> and I, I think that was Brody. I think Brody got an, a, a Belfast BAP. So I, I've, I've asked her how it was, and she said it was great, but I can't remember if that was before or after the game. I think that might have been the Sunday. So I think we were they were lucky to get away from that. But I think the late night games suited the, the club because they're used to playing that late as well. But yeah, I thought. Hope in future we've got a bit of an earlier face-off so the girls can experience a nightlife as well in Belfast because it is great. Brilliant. Well, well, well before we before uh, we move on, and I'm hoping that you yourself might be able to do some some podcasting for this. That's that's the the plan. Maybe once a month, yeah. once every six weeks or something, we'll get yeah workshop in the name whether it's rapping with rafter or uh, or rafters round up. Um, yeah. But before we let you go, obviously we've got ten games, uh, league games, and we've got our our couple of friendlies. We've now got a borders uh, showcase lined up with the Beacons, and we're hoping to have Team Ireland over. But what are you looking forward to in, in terms of league games? Which 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 fixture have you sort of looked on in the calendar and thought, I really can't wait for that one. Quite excited to play Telford away. I think that'll be a fun trip down, and I think the match is like the evening so we're staying over so I think I think that's what's happening so I'm quite excited for like a weekend away down there I think that's quite a good club to play against when they're at home so I'm excited to see what we can do against them and I'm also really looking forward to playoffs I think that's a really fun weekend and a chance to meet up with other teams and and uh, yeah and 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 uh, other clubs watching us as well as um, just the division that we play in so I think that's a really exciting weekend to look forward to. Um, so yeah, I think those two weekends will be good. Um, yeah, I'm playing witness away again. Um, because I think uh, that was we're, a- we're not counting our chickens. Ashland's just 
confident in backing the team in case anybody's getting a little wry. Uh, <laughs> um, cool. Well, thanks, Ashlyn, for your time and um, for coming nope. on and doing, no doing the podcast. I know that you'll have made many a Steel Queens fan happy because you're always you're always a um, a good podcast uh, chat. Um, and is there? A, I don't normally do this on all blazing no glory, but do you do you uh, do you want to give anyone a shout out or? Oh, just classic Gillian Rafter shout out. Um, you know that's always going to be my shout out on anything. Um, lover to pieces. Um, who else have I got to shout out to? Bradley, she's away to Colorado the last few days, so shout out to her. Um, shout out to all the Seal Queens girls. Um, we had a great social on Sunday night. Uh, we went laser tagging and out for dinner, so that was really fun. And um, a couple of new girls came along to that, and and they seemed to have a great time. Um, Emily Camphouse is pretty good at the laser quest. Um, she was maxing out the scores. Um, so yeah, and Lynn as well. Shout out to Lynn for organising that. That was really fun. Um, a good team bonder as well. So yeah. And Isla Gray, obviously Isla Gray. She's a great woman, so shout out to her too. There you go. Uh, Well, thanks so much, Ashlyn, and uh, we'll definitely look forward to the next time you're on. Uh, Maybe you'll not be on with me. Maybe you'll you'll bring somebody else on as a guest. I don't know. Um, I'm sure you and some of the other nutters in the team could do do great work. (laughs) Uh, So thanks so much. Yeah, no bother. I think we'll we'll have a few maybe old and new Seal Queens on the next time and have a bit of a laugh. Right, cheers. Yeah.